Detroit Urban Survival Training. I'm gonna share with you what you can do when you are faced with a kicking attacker. When they come in, you come in, keep this hand here to block it from going to your face. This takes the blunt of the trauma, the kick, the energy. From here, you're gonna come in, transition your energy to your foot here, and you're gonna stomp, oblique stomp, the inner knee. This will break the knee and enhance your survivability. Us. Triple C. What are you making that self-defense clinic there? I'm just, I'm in lost of words. I don't, I don't know what that was, to be quite honest with you. The oblique stomp to the inner knee. I guess when I put that, put that guy in movies because that's about the only place you can be able to see that is in damn Hollywood movie schmo. I hope that dude ain't an actual police officer because if he is, he's in trouble. I like the guy when he, I like it when he's got the gun pointed to him and the guy's just so nonchalant. All you got to do is pull that trigger. Accidents waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Beats me, man. <laughs> Beats me. Welcome back to the Triple C and the Schmo Show. I'm the Schmo. My co-host has an Olympic gold medal. He's a champ champ. And he's a new father. Henry Cejudo, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Schmo? Come on, let's give, let's give it a round of applause here. Come on, people. Thanksgiving week. It's a Thanksgiving special episode. Triple C, man. Let's start off with this. You're a daddy now, man. Congratulations. A few days ago, you birthed, not you, but the beautiful Anna, your wife, birthed baby America. Jesus, Shmo. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much, Shmo. You know how when I used to say that we're pregnant? Man, I take that all back because when you're there, you're in the living room, and you, you know, your wife, you know, finally starts to have the baby. And she, you know, gives birth to the baby, and you see how when she goes through the birth canal, and it's like, And all that crazy stuff happens. You start to realize that, no, we're not pregnant. She's pregnant. So a whole nother level of respect for all you women out there who have, who have kids, who have had kids. I mean, I tell you what, man, it's, it's something extremely epic, Schmo. It's hard to really pinpoint what I'm feeling right now as a father. It's, it, it, I'll, be, I'll be quite honest with you. I almost feel surreal. Like, I, don't, I almost don't believe it. I almost feel more surprised when I found out that I was going to be a dad rather than when I'm an actual dad. You know what I'm saying? Because it's almost like I thought about this moment for so long that when it's finally here, it's like, okay, it's finally here. Well, Triple C, it seemed to a pretty nonchalant process for you and the wifey because you called the schmo the night before you had the baby. It seemed like you're only in the hospital for, what, 24, 48 hours? It seemed to go pretty smooth. And you seem to not have too many bags underneath your eyes. You getting some sleep? No, I am. I am. But I, dude, I tell you what, after this show is over, show, you know, I'm going to go hit the sack. And it's only 4.41 p.m. my time. So I am looking forward to that. But I tell you what, Shmo, hearing your baby cry for the first time, it's not like, you know, you know how people tend to get annoyed when they hear it, when they tend to hear another, another baby crying or whatever. It's like annoying. But when it's yours, it's almost like you want to come to the rescue it's just completely different. You know that your job's your job has to be done, and you have to wake up. You know, and and in my wife's case, she has to you know give the baby, uh, uh, breastfeed the baby, and do a lot of that matter. So again, man, I'm kind of taking the back seat. I got both of my mom and my mother-in-law uh, that are out here helping us. You know, so it's a full house here at the Cejudo family. 
but to say the least, it is hard. Shvo, like it is hard in a good way. It's uh, it's there's a lot of dedication in being a parent, being a father. Man, oh man, Triple C is outnumbered by the women in his household. But at least you got a lot to look forward to and be thankful for this Thanksgiving. And with that said. This show, because it's Thanksgiving week, is going to be a lot different than other shows. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. And with that said, what are your five favorite foods to eat Triple C on Thanksgiving? Or do you want the schmo to start? We could start Triple C if you want the schmo to start. But you can start. Up to you. Up to you. Okay, well, why don't, we, why don't I run it down then, man? You know what? Chaps eat first. Chaps go first. And that's all there is to it. So these are my top five, Shmo. My number one is, I might have to say, tamales, man. You guys don't know what that's like, man. You guys ain't Mexican. Number two, I might have to say none other than turkey. I love turkey, man. Turkey, because we only have it once a year, Shmo. You know, we got to go at it, and it's super good. Number three, smashed potatoes. That's what Khabib Mergamadov would say. Smashed Smash. potatoes. Smashed potatoes. Smashed potatoes and gravy. Number four, pumpkin pie. Man, you know I love my pie, Schmo. And number five, none other than some cranberry sauce. Ah, the Schmo's got to take you to school right now, Triple C, because the Schmo has got a belly. And when it comes to Thanksgiving, our favorite holiday, we got to make sure we eat right. We start off with sweet potatoes. It's mashed sweet potatoes, not smashed, but mashed sweet potatoes. All right, you got to get the brown sugar in there. You got to get the marshmallows. You got to get the pecans, which is a theme that will come up later on in this list. Then you go with the green bean casserole at number two. The schmo makes it himself. You got the mm. mushrooms, the onions, all right? The grilled onions. You mix that stuff all together. You got the fried onions on top. We mix it all together. By the way, the schmo makes both of these two dishes at the schmo's household. Number three, pecan pie. We talked about it in the sweet potatoes. Pecan pie. How often do we eat pecan pie? We love our pumpkin pie, but pecan pie, we got to give it the nod over that. The fourth is stuffing. Now, it's all about how you make the stuffing. The Schmo's brother's got a stuffing recipe. You take the Schmo's mother's chicken noodle soup. You put it in there. You got some dried up bread from two days. Sorbs all the flavor, all the stuff, all the schmutz they put in there. Very good stuff. And then you go with the turkey. But you messed up. Everybody messes up. Here's a little secret to having a great Thanksgiving dinner with your turkey or with your stuffing. It's not about cranberry sauce. It's all about boysenberry sauce. When the schmo was living in Los Angeles, we discovered Knott's Berry Farms and making homemade boysenberry stuff. Who the heck would ever have cranberries after trying boysenberry? That stuff's so sour, the cranberries. That sounds good. I'm going to bring you some boysenberry. The schmo's going to be in Arizona in a couple days. We're going to bring you some boysenberry, all right? That's our five right there. Oh man, Schmo, you might have you might have got me beat, man. Jesus, dude, you are a Thanksgiving carnivore. Let me tell you. That's right. That's right. The Schmo loves his Thanksgiving. So we talked about our top five favorite foods. Let's correlate it to our favorite sport, mixed martial arts. Top five pound for pound fighters in the world now. Now that we gave our top five Thanksgiving foods, who's your top five Thanksgiving to date pound for pound fighters in the world? Man, I'm going to have to go with none other than the Nigerian night rule. He's been able to do at the welterweight division, just lapping people left and right. He's getting ready to lap, lap uh, Leon Edwards now again. I mean, this guy has, has proven himself the way he's been fighting. 
He's number one, pound for pound. Number two, which was a turkey, is I'm at to go with John Jones. And the only reason why John Jones has is not pound for pound because he's just been inactive. But in reality, he is the greatest of all time. And he comes back. He's one win away from snatching that pound for pound title. Number three, I'm going to have to go none other than Alexander the Average. Alexander the Average has, has been some big names at, at the featherweight division. Jose Baldo, uh, a few other legends. Max Holloway's beat him twice. I mean, I have to give him the number, number three. And number four, I'm going to have to say none other than that ugly potato face, Peter Yan. I mean, he's been doing some amazing things. Yeah, he doesn't have the belt, but we all know what the uh, Academy Award winner, Aljamain Sterling, pulled. But I'm at to put Peter Yan number four. Number five, I'm at to go with Israel Adesanya. I mean, the way he's been he's been able to take people out of the Federal division, the only guy that's been able to take him down has been a heavier guy. And I don't think nobody will do it at the 185. I give up on those guys. But anyhow, those are my top five schmucks. We agree on some and we disagree on others. Let's start off with number one. We agree with you, the Nigerian nightmare, Kamaru Usman. If he gets that Leon Edwards fight, it's a rematch from 2015. Be lapping in that division. He is the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world right now, and he's active. Number two, Izzy Adesanya. You gave him your number five. The Schmo gives him number two. Obviously, he didn't get the job done against Jan Blachowicz when he moved up to the light heavyweight division. But what he's done in this middleweight division, the people he's beaten and how he's beaten them. Super impressive, dominant form. Number three, we give to your boy, Alexander Volkanovsky. Obviously, he's had his close fights with Max Holloway, but he's beating everybody you put in front of him. He's deserving of it. He's fighting, and the schmo loves activity. Number four, Francis Ngannou. That's why he's four and not number two or number one activity. He's the scariest man on the planet. He's your heavyweight champion of the world. He just goes through guys, knocks them out in the first round, Scary individual to be locked inside a cage with. He's number four. And number five, let's give some love to the females. The greatest female ever, Amanda Nunes. Obviously, she hasn't fought recently, recently, but she's just cleaning out the competition, whether it's at 135 pounds or 145 pounds. You got to give this woman some love. And let's just say this. You brought up John Jones. John Jones, one win away, as you mentioned, heavyweight division from being back at number one pound for pound on this list. It's about activity, so that's the Schmo's top five. Well, that's not bad, Schmo. That's not bad, but it's also, it's not, it's not, you know what? You might have got me with the gravy and all this crazy talk with the food, but no, I'm going to have to put my list on top of yours, and my list is honest. It's not just based on, and this is the thing that I will say about pound for pound. In reality, I used to want to be pound for pound so bad, but really, it's the people's choice. It's like the people's choice awards. That's what pound for pound means. Let's think about it, Schmo. I was ranked number three pound for pound when Khabib and John Jones was active, but I had two belts, and I was knocking these legends left and right. So to me, it just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, at that time, Jones was getting split decisions. Khabib was just taking people down and mauling them, and he was inactive. But anyways, it, to me, at the end of the day, pound for pound it, it it's it's an opinion that's based on everybody. Whoever you think is the best in that weight division, that could that could if you were to rank them up and they're all pound for pound, who would be the best? That's how I see it. But that's what I would rank it as of right now. And again, the only reason why I have John Jones number one is because he's been inactive. 
It's a bunch of horse manure. The Schmo appreciates you being honest about it because the Schmo is going to be honest about it. Because after John Jones had the recent incident in Las Vegas, they started moving him down the pound for pound rankings just based off what he's doing outside the cage. Nothing to do with the competing inside the cage. If you're going to move him down the rankings, why don't you do it three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago? Which integrity of the sport are you trying to maintain here? It's a popularity contest, and we appreciate that you recognize that. Well said, Triple C. The Schmo is going to go first on our last list for this Thanksgiving special. It's our dream table. Who can be eating at the table with us? It's five people. They could be dead or alive. The schmo's going to start. Number one, Chris Farley. Fat guy in a little cold. (laughs) Second city, Chicago legends. The schmo pays homage to these men. We've not shy about saying that. Chris Farley, he's a legend. Grew up. Born and raised, Midwest guy, Madison, Wisconsin, then comes to Chicago. Rest in peace. One of the funniest men and influences of the Schmo. He's number one. Number two, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. He grew up 15 minutes from the Schmo. Another Illinois connection. Excellent guy, man. I don't know if uh, the eardrums would pop out, man, because Savage, the Schmo, yelling across the table. Oh, yeah, brother. I got him on. Bringing Hulk Hogan, too. He's not invited to this table, but... We'll say that, too. Number three, Muhammad Ali. Yes. Cassius Clay or Muhammad Ali was a toss-up. We decided Muhammad Ali. We got to get some culture in there. The stories, what he went through. We got to keep it civil. We already got the schmo, Chris Farley, Macho Man. We got to tone it down. We got greatness in the room, Muhammad Ali. Number four, the schmo's favorite president of all time. Speak softly, carry big stick. Obviously, we're doing the opposite of that right now, but that's Theodore, Teddy Roosevelt. That's right, man. Bull moose party, baby. Let's go, Teddy Roosevelt. And number five, Snoop Doggy Dog. Yes, Snoop Dogg, man, because the schmo wants to chill. <laughs> and there's one guy who can appreciate that boysenberry sauce with the stuffing and the turkey, and that's going to be Snoop Dogg. So that's the schmo's top five for you. Who you got? Damn, that's pretty good, schmo. Jesus, well, I got to start off with none other than... Jay Low. I mean, who doesn't like you? You said you like pie, right? What about peach pie, Schmo? You know I had to add J Lo in there if you know what I mean. Number two, I'm at to go with Eddie Murphy, man. I love all of Eddie Murphy's movies. I think he's a, I think he's hysterical. You need an old school mindset in there in that table. Number three, I'm at to go with another than President Trump. You know who doesn't like Trump? Actually, there's a lot of people that don't like Trump, but anyways. <laughs> I would love for him to be at that table. And it just, you know, I think it would be, I would think it would be awesome. Number four, I'm going to have to go with none other than the ultimate warrior. I believe as a kid, man, the ultimate warrior was probably my favorite WWE uh, wrestler that I really enjoyed. And, uh, you know, rest in peace. He got inducted a couple months prior to him passing away. I would have loved to have asked him all kinds of WWE stuff. And anyways, at number five, I'm going to end up with none other than Uncle Mike Tyson. I mean, Mike Tyson is a crack of the... You just you don't know what to expect. You picked Muhammad Ali, Shmo. I'm going to go with none other than Uncle Mike. Because Uncle Mike is a trip. You know, he's like six people in one. And I think that is my table. So we have J-Lo, Eddie Murphy, President Trump, the Ultimate Warrior, and Uncle Mike Tyson. That is... My perfect Thanksgiving dinner. You can't go wrong with either of those. Uh, Triple C, we love it. Obviously, you got a lot to be thankful for, but let's end the show on this. What are you most thankful for? Outside of having baby America, 
Oh, man, I'm just thankful for the family and friends that I have. Just the gratitude. I'm thankful for the air that I breathe every day, Schmo. I'm thankful to be able to talk smack to all you suckers that need to be called out. That's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful, I'm thankful for breathing, Schmo. I'm thankful for just being alive and just the gratitude that we have today and how we can inspire the people of tomorrow. Well said. The Schmo's thankful to wake up every day. Chop it up with people like you, entertain, wear these yellow glasses, and schmove on on to the next event because there's always an event and cover these great sports, great athletes, great individuals, and being healthy. Your health is your wealth, people. Take care of yourself. All fun and games until you're too sick to get up and move. Enjoy the fresh air. Enjoy the beautiful sun that we are blessed to have most of the year. And that's what the Schmo's thankful for. And so, Triple C, we're going to be seeing you in a couple days. The Schmo's coming out to Arizona. That's where the parents reside in Scottsdale, Arizona for Thanksgiving. I believe our next show will be in person at the home of Cringe at Triple Cejudo's. Triple C's house, the home of Cejudo, Triple C, Cejudo. That's it's crazy that you say that. It's the, it's, it really is. It's officially a Cejudo house. Like, it's a, it's a trip. Because it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's a family. It's a trio now. So, it's a trip. It's a trip, Shmo. But we're happy to welcome you over. And you can help us pick up, too, while you're at it. That's right. Hey, the Shmo's pretty good at making the babies burp. We can hold them. Uncle Shmo's coming. <laughs> What's your name? I am Triple C. I am the Shmo. We will deliver. Enjoy your turkeys. And we are...